God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? This is Sarah Jakes Roberts. What are you doing with your life? Has God been good to you? Child, where have you been all of my life? That's the real question. I have been waiting and waiting for the moment that the Woman Evolved delegation would come together. And child, it's now our time. Child, this is Sarah Jakes Roberts, and you are listening to the Woman Evolve podcast. Just in case you are listening for the first time, girl, get get your life. Where have you been? We have been convening, delegating, and minding our business for months now, but it's all right. We forgive you. We are glad you are in the building. I am recording this week from sunny California. I am not at home. I'm in the studio because I'm a professional, okay? Things that we need to know about Sarah Jakes Roberts. She's a professional now. I'm in the studio. I got a bootleg studio at home in Denver where I usually do my podcast from, but since I am in LA, I don't have a quiet space in my house. And the way my children are set up, they don't really do they don't really do quiet like that. So because they don't really do quiet like that, I'm in a studio. And I just want you to know I'm living out my rap dreams in this studio. I'm very close to the microphone. Those of you watching on Facebook Live know that I'm close to the microphone like I got the hottest bars of 2018, but I don't. I want to say that I was supposed to have some bars for you all this week. But the way my schedule was set up, I was not able to have my bars. Anywho, I'm not being joined by myself. I am being joined by my Facebook Live audience. I see Sarita Baker from Jacksonville, Florida. I see Lakeisha from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's right. I am being joined with a few hundred of my closest friends, okay? And we are on Facebook Live. They're tuning in literally from all over the world. I see Regal from Marshall, Texas. If you're watching on Facebook Live, let me know where you are tuning in from. Maybe you're listening on the podcast and you couldn't join us on Facebook Live. That's all right. You can drop me a comment and let me know where you're watching from. Hey, child. I see Tawana from Decatur, Alabama. Come on, somebody. I see Uniontown, Alabama, Orlando, Florida. It's going down, basically. It's going down in the podcast. What have you been up to this week? Child, I had a weekend, a weekend to remember. And you know I got a snack for that tale later on, but I had a weekend to remember. I was in Atlanta for the Pinky Promise Conference, which is hosted by Heather Lindsay. We had a really, really good time. I was so nervous yet excited because I got to meet a lot of my Woman Evolved delegates. I got to meet some of the people whose questions we've answered in the advice section. You know who you are. Take our advice. All right, child. Okay. And then I also went to Summit 21, 
which is an event for women entrepreneurs hosted by 2190. And I got to meet a lot of my friends. It was it was an amazing weekend, child. And you know what? I'll get into it later in the advice column. Beyond that, carbs, um, no working out. Uh, water game is terrible, but I still have my ponytail ministry. And I want you to know that the ponytail ministry continues to bless the lives of not just myself, but everyone who's been able to witness it. How can you achieve a ponytail ministry? I'm glad you asked. All you need is some Eco Styler Gel. First of all, y'all tried to cancel Eco Styler Gel, and I'm going to let you know right now, I'm tired of y'all canceling stuff. Y'all didn't cancel perm, so we all out here trying to be natural and love our curls. Y'all didn't cancel uh, Shea Moisture because they said Shea Moisture wasn't just for us no more. Y'all done canceled everybody. Now y'all trying to take Ego Styler Gel. Let me tell you something. The way my curls are set up, I know some of y'all have a wash and go ministry, but you need to be more respectful of the people who have the wash and nothing happens ministry because that's the ministry I operate in. When I wash, everything goes. I don't think that's the point. When I, y'all wash and go, and then y'all washed, and then everything just goes into this beautiful curly state, and everybody's happy. When I wash, when I wash, everything goes. Length, uh, waves, uh, any potential for curls, it all goes, okay? And so y'all trying to take Ego Styler Gel, and I'm telling you right now, the devil's already defeated, Y'all can't have Eco Styler Gel. So anywho, I got that Eco Styler Gel, laid this here hair down, and then I got my ponytail, and it continues to bless the saints. What have you been doing, though? Enough of me. Enough about me. What have you been doing? How was your life? Are you blessed and highly favored? Have you greased your scalp? I just want to know, child. Okay. I'm trying to ask my Facebook Live audience what's going on in their world. Uh, Megan has 4C hair, so she understands what I mean when I say when I wash, nothing happens. I got a wash and stay ministry. That's what you YouTube naturals need to do a video on. Do you have a wash and stay ministry? Because when I wash something, it don't happen. Anywho, um, what else? What else? What is going on in your life? Jamie says she's Father's Day shopping on behalf of the toddler, right? Because kids don't have any money. Um, Desiree says, child, I'm trying to be successful on this gluten-free diet. Do you, boo? Let me know. I've heard incredible things about that. Let me tell y'all something. There was a point at the conference, you know, I love Heather. Heather's amazing in every single way. And she's goals, to be honest. I called her a pioneer this weekend. That's right. You know, but when she tried to pioneer a vegan lifestyle for me, she tried to plant some seeds of vegan in my life. I blew them seeds away. I said, girl, not everything needs to be rooted. Some things need to be uprooted. I'm vegan when I feel like it, and I eat meat when I feel like it. I am I can do all things through Christ, okay? Can't limit my faith. And so we had us a good key key about that. What else? What are you about? Shana says, you can eat carbs and still lose weight. Just leave out oil and butter. Who? Why would, why would we do? Girl, you must not know about me. You must not know about me. I can have another carb in a minute. Matter of fact, it'll be here in a minute. Child, can't give up the oil and the butter. Carbs are not good without oil and butter. But that's all right, Shana. I'm going to take your—what I'm going to do, though, is let me tell you. I heard what you said, and I'm going to look it up. I'm just not ready to implement right now. I like to research. What else is going on in your life? Stephanie Hall says, I'm trying to grow and raise five kids. You know what kids need to know? That I'm raising myself while I'm raising you. I'm doing the best that I can, okay? How about that? 
Kira says, I'm taking my son to Vacation Bible School. What's up? The Bible that I always preach with, I got from Vacation Bible School because I want a spelling bee. And it says that right in the front. And I, I thought I'd lost that Bible, but that's how you know God is real because it ended up just showing up in a box. And I preach everywhere with that Bible. It blesses me. Sharni says, I'm starting school in the fall after having some don't falls, but prayer always works. Come on, child. All right, listen. I tell you what, Sharice got hurt. Sharice says she's getting ready for Woman Evolve. How about that? Are you getting ready for Woman Evolve? The countdown is on. Tomorrow, we will be a month away from the Woman Evolve conference, and your girl is out here stressed. Majorly stressed. I got a pimple right now on my face. I'm stressed. Don't nobody have time for that. I'm stressed and I'm resting. All at the same time. What else is going on with my Facebook Live audience before we jump into rescue ease? Lucretia says, I'm raising my husband too. Well, child, you better testify because sometimes, not me time, but sometimes it'd be like that. Lakeisha says, I'm at work patiently waiting on Saturday at Cancun. Here I come. You better enjoy Cancun. Did you know that they have gators in Cancun? We went to Cancun recently to perform a wedding and I saw signs for gators. Girls, stay woke. All right, you ain't a gator biscuit. All right, you are set apart, sanctified, ordained, anointed, and appointed. You are not a gator biscuit. All right, child, it seems like my Facebook Live audience is out here doing like we're all doing, trying to live our best life. And now it is time for them to jump into the helicopter. Can you rescue somebody, child? Are you ready to rescue the saints? This week for Rescue Eve, maybe you're listening for the first time and you said, wait a minute, rescue, what is happening? Let me tell you what Rescue Eve is. We here at the Woman Evolved Delegation, we have decided to just live our life from a place of compassion and empathy. Therefore, we rescue people. This whole premise began with us first rescuing Eve because we was reading Eve. We was dragging Eve for filth. We said, Eve, girl, you had one job. How you eat that fruit? And then we realized that Eve knew better, but she didn't do better. And then we realized that, child, sometimes we know better, but we don't always do better. And so we rescued Eve. And then we spent our time on this podcast trying to rescue other people who are being dragged in the news. They ought to know better, but they don't always do better. So we're sending the helicopter. Our first helicopter, I hope, is being dispatched because sometimes my friends, my friends don't always want to bring out the helicopter. Sometimes my friends send floaties. Sometimes they throw a rope. Sometimes my friends send out a life jacket. I don't know what they're going to do today, but I would like for us to consider, I actually, we're going to send them a floaty, I think. Here we go. I hop. Ladies and gentlemen, has anyone talked to IHOP? IHOP is, child, IHOP is out here trying to confuse us all. When news broke that IHOP, the International House of Pancakes, was changing the P to B, I said, surely they're going to call themselves 
the International House of Breakfast, which is an all-encompassing term for what they usually are known for serving at IHOP. Because IHOP is more than breakfast. I mean, more than pancakes. You, you can get you an omelet. You can get you a crepe. You can get all kinds of different things from IHOP. So when they said that they was changing it to B, I said, don't even worry about it. I already got this one. It ain't no surprise. IHOP, the International House of Breakfast, fancy. Do you know that they are trying to change their name to the International House of Burgers? 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 Huh? IHOP. Burger? I don't even understand. Um, We need to rescue them because they confused a lot of us. Megan wants to let them drown. Megan, we we didn't come here to let them drown, Megan. Uh, Latricia says let them drown. Janeth says that is lame. It, it was a little lame, and, and they were being dragged. But you know what? I think we should rescue them. Yes, it confused us. Yes, yes, we didn't fully understand why we would be changing from pancakes to burger. Um, but but they trying to do something new. I heard Fallon, you're right. They said it's temporary. They just wanted us to know that they was about to have some bomb burgers. And the best way they thought they could let us know that is by confusing us utterly with changing the P to B temporarily. Can we rescue IHOP for trying to change their name? Listen, let me tell you something. Sometimes you try new things and you don't know that the new thing isn't necessarily going to work until you put it out there. Maybe they thought it was witty. Can we rescue IHOP? Kanisha says, why, child? They food ain't all that delicious anyway. Now, Kanisha brings up an interesting point. You can't just go to any IHOP. I see, I'm going to call him B. No, I'm going to call him P. Your mama named you Cassius, so I'm going to call you Cassius. IHOP. Listen, you have to be willing to, to really be strategic about which IHOP you go to. Um... Because sometimes, sometimes I don't know. It just depends. I'm not. I'm not saying their food is sketchy, because I wouldn't say nothing about IHOP's food being sketchy. I've enjoyed plenty of IHOP's, but lately I've been hopping. I like to eat my own breakfast. I like to eat my mama's breakfast, and I like to eat my breakfast. But you know, to be honest, I don't really try. I y'all don't even care. But I'm gonna just tell you, I don't even really like pancakes. Barbie says Waffle House over everything. Girl, they canceled Waffle House. Waffle House got canceled with um, perms. Irrevocably canceled. Is that, does that even go together? Irrevocably? Can't come back canceled. You know, Waffle House got, I mean, canceled because they've been out here doing the wrong thing. Google it. Find out for yourself. But um, I just want to know if we can rescue IHOP. IHOP. See Jordan says, you're right. All IHOPs aren't good, but that one in the hood be lit, though. Honey, eggs have so much cheese in them. Who else? Ebony says, throw them a floaty child. Everyone out here trying to find themselves. I understand where they're coming from. Change can be good at times. That's right, Ebony. They're just trying to find themselves. They're trying to find their unique place in the marketplace. I read a business article about IHOP. Obviously, they get most of their business in the morning. Why? Because they sell breakfast. And so they wanted to let y'all know, like, if y'all keep flipping them pages, we got salads. We got sandwiches. We got, um, I think they even got turkey and cranberry, a little 
situation, a good old little cafeteria meal. We got anything you need over at IHOP. Brittany says, nope, we ain't saving them. They're dead wrong. All right, Brittany, do you want to pray about it before we make a final decision? Um... I tell you what else IHOP has is a bomb grilled cheese sandwich. Now, I don't know if y'all have a grill. Y'all probably so rich. You know, your girl was born on food stamps. So let me tell you something, though. They got a grilled cheese sandwich. You got to get it fresh. But most grilled cheese, you can't just order no grilled cheese to go anyhow. Get it right off the grill and see if it don't change your life. They use Texas toast. Mm. I, I'm just telling you. Barbie said they cancel everything good. I know, child. I've heard, I've seen them do it. They canceled H&M, but I seen some of the Saints and some $5 tank tops, but that ain't my business, though. Minding my business. All right. San Tiffany says, let them drown. Can I get a consensus on whether or not we're going to be able to rescue? I have. They tried something new. It confused us, but I tell you what, it got our attention because I wasn't even thinking about IHOP until they told me they was changing the name to B. I haven't gone to IHOP, even though they got some publicity, but they tried. And I just want to know if we can bring, if we can all collectively come together and see about rescuing them. Antoinette says you need 20 minutes to read their menu. Antoinette, that's why they put the B at the end, because you do need to, you know where else you need 20 minutes to read a menu? It's Cheesecake Factory. I can't stand it. Child, you be at Cheesecake Factory looking at the menu page after page. Child, first of all, it's advertisements. Am I shopping or am I hungry? I can't hardly figure it out. And then I got to figure out what I'm going to eat every single time because the what if I've been missing something because I always get the chicken Alfredo? Now I have to go through this every single time. You know, I know y'all canceled Houston's. Um, Mine hadn't totally been canceled. I want to be honest. Y'all canceled Houston's, but I did renew their contract because there are just some things at Houston's that I'm not able to let go of. Um, so, anywho, Houston's menu, straight, direct, and to the point. I like it. Courtney Rice says she didn't cancel H&M or Shea Moisture or Dove. Well, we couldn't cancel Dove because that's... Dove is for sensitive skin. Did y'all know? Okay, here I go, being random. Bear with me. But did y'all know that Dow soap? My my mother had a surgery, and we asked, you know, we oh we got so much Dow soap at home. She's gonna be antibacterial free. And the doctor said that doctors hate Dow soap that it kills all kinds of bacteria. So you know we what well, we got to use Dove when you have a baby and the baby has sensitive skin. They say you can get some baby soap or you can get some Dove. We couldn't cancel Dove. Are we canceling IHOP? That's all I want to know. Danaya says, save them after they announced the name change. Everybody started talking about them. They got our attention. I agree. But did anyone go get something to eat? That's the ultimate question. Valerie says, save them. I understand they are finding themselves, but they need to find their way back home. The doors of the church are now open. Is there one? We're here for you. Huh? Let's do it. Sounds like we're going to be able to save them. Vita Smith says, I went back to H&M like a bad ex with good intentions. Child, sometimes it'd be like that. H&M's clothes are so cheap. Okay, April Bennett, you bring up a good point. She said, well, are their burgers good? Someone need, Can someone in the delegation go and check out one of I hop buh? I hop buh. Can I put them all in there together? I hop buh. Can someone go check out they burgers, please? Because the rest of us would like to know, is it worth all of this conversation? They ain't got us all flustered and confused, okay? Can someone figure that out for us? All right. 
it sounds like we're going to have rescue them. You guys were pretty split down the middle, and so I'm going to go ahead and send a lifeboat with no motor. It's going to be a blow-up lifeboat, um, not the ones that they had on Titanic. And we're going to go ahead and have rescue them, okay? Tiffany, that's right. Tiffany Williams says a righteous man falls seven times. LOL. Give him another chance. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. By the way, Cheesecake Factory, we might be rescuing you because I've got a lot of friends that are saying they be stressed, okay? Terry says, it's so dark in the Cheesecake Factory, I can't even see the menu. I'm going to stay in my own kitchen. She brings up another excellent point. I can't see all of this stuff y'all done put on here, okay? All right. Um... I just, the Saints did not cancel. See, the Saints said they was canceling, but the Saints didn't cancel um, because somebody didn't cancel Starbucks neither. Um, I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Megan Burt's talking about Houston. She said, their smoked salmon and dill dip is straight Holy Ghost. I love Houston's. Megan, I have to agree with you. Now, can we just, okay, Core wants to know who canceled Houston's. T.I. canceled Houston's, girl. T.I. T.I. said they canceled. You need to go on the Instagram core. Where have you been, core? Go on the Instagram. T.I. has canceled Houston's, and with good reasons. But here's, I would like to rescue, no, not, yeah, we got to rescue Houston's. But maybe we can cancel the his Houston's, and our Houston's can be left alone. Because our Houston's didn't do what his Houston's did. And maybe we can invite him to our Houston. Our Houston's appreciate us. Okay. All right. Khadijah says H&M been canceled because they don't have a plus section in all of their stores. Big girls need clothes too. Girl, it's big girl clothes that woman evolve. I got you because I, I already know. I got you. Um, I want you, I want to encourage you if you're listening to the podcast to just go through my comments on Facebook to find out all of your friends who said that they was canceling H&M but didn't cancel. The saints are confessing. It's like Catholicism all up in my comments. The saints are confessing that they have not been canceling. I, all right. Did y'all cancel Netflix like Sister Monique asked us to do at the last Usher board meeting? Because Sister Monique asked us to cancel Netflix. And I have a feeling based off of the way these things are happening that y'all didn't cancel Netflix neither. And Sister Monique, y'all know Sister Monique don't play. Beloved, you better get to canceling. All right. Okay, child. All right. So we sent, y'all see how I got off track? I missed y'all. I missed y'all. Okay. Anywho, listen. Okay. So. We're going to rescue IHOP, okay? Um, and we're going to cancel them. Uh, see how the enemy tried to take my tongue and just tie it up. We're going to rescue them, all right? And we're going to put them in a life jacket that they have to blow up on their own, okay? And and we're going to rescue them because they still got breakfast, all right? All right, child. So beyond that, all right, beyond that, we have another rescue. Our next rescue. Are you ready? Make room. I know y'all not going. I know y'all not going. I'm trying it. I'm going to let you know before I read it. Okay? I'm going to let you know before I read the story that I know y'all not going that y'all not going to rescue this person. But I'm going to read the story anyway because that's what I've been called to do in this season. And I saw this on The Shade Room where I get all of my news. And I say that with pride and shame at the same time. So you can just figure that out on your own. I read a story. It was confusing to me, but I feel like it can be rescued. 
A man um, buried his father recently, a Nigerian man, buried his father in a brand new BMW. Um, A funeral out of Nigeria set the internet ablaze over the weekend. A man who was only being identified as Azubuki. I tried it. I don't know. I don't know if that's how you say it. I know my friend's going to let me know if I jacked it up. Anywho, a man being identified as Azubuki, I don't know, once again, recently lost his father and wanted to give him a befitting home going. He decided to purchase a brand new BMW worth 32 million naira. That's the Nigerian money or 88,000 USD to use as a coffin. I know. I know. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. Um, uh, I wanna, I wanna suggest. I'll, I'll. says I jacked it up. Okay, I jacked up his name. I tried. I only. I, I have never been to. Can somebody invite me to Nigeria so that I can get the names right next time? But here's the thing. All right, can we rescue him? Um, oh, they said I butchered the name. I butchered it? Oh, child. I'm sorry. Can I give him another name? I'm going to call him Adam because we rescuing him. I'm going to call him Adam. I just want all of my African friends to know right now that I didn't mean to butcher the name. Anywho, that's, see, you you missing the point. The point is that it's a BMW somewhere in the ground with somebody's name on it. Maybe it's a word. Maybe you don't have your BMW because you're not digging properly. If you would dig properly, maybe you would discover BMW. I don't know. Here's the thing. A man buried his father. I just don't. I think, can we rescue him? Like, I would not personally do it because I just don't have, I don't have money to bury you in a toy car, you know, um, certainly not a real one. And it's not like if it would have been a Ford that that would have made it better. I can't imagine buying anything, a brand new vehicle and putting it in the ground. Um, but, But that's his business, that he wants to do that. And maybe his father asked him to make sure he goes out in style. And he thought to himself, ain't no style like this style finna be. Can y'all, um, Valerie wants to know where the burial site is. She's asking for a friend. Valerie, I think you're the friend and I think you want to dig up the BMW to drive it. I'm just taking a wild guess. Um, Deandra says, who's paying for it? But I guess if his coins are set up where he can just do that, that then then maybe he can. I don't know. Mika Carter says, no, they don't need rescuing. They have their own boat, yacht, helicopter. Now she's speaking a word because I'm trying to rescue somebody who don't got a, they got a car. They got a yacht. Helena says he could have fed folks with that money. That's the whole reason why he's being dragged. But maybe, maybe he just wanted his father to go out in style or something. Um, Nakia says, no, his father wouldn't even rescue him for that foolery. I don't know, child. Teddy has, Teddy, Teddy's, Jackson's got a good question. She wants to know, is he looking for a wife? 
because she, you know what? And maybe that's how we're going to rescue him. We're going to put a woman in his life who's just like, babe, I see what you tried to do there. You want to honor your father, but you don't have to do it that way. We can get the BMW of coffins, and then you can just get me a BMW. Teddy, is that how you're willing to sacrifice for us? Teddy is willing to take one for the whole Woman Evolved delegation. She is willing to rescue him all on her own. It's a word. Asia says show, right? He probably really loved his dad. He did. I'm, you know, obviously, I think so. Crystal Wright says can't rescue him. Can you all let me know whether or not we're going to be able to rescue him? I mean, it is an $88,000 car sitting in the ground. Possibly. I don't know if it's still sitting in the ground because I know how the saints are set up. But I'm just wondering, is it is it possible for them to be rescued? Just off the fact that this is how he wanted to, to send his father off. And who were we to judge? Anisha, Anisha says, I can see that a wife would get those priorities together. Would. Um, let's see. Bryce says, we're not about to count this man's coin because we trip hard when they start counting hours. She ain't never lied, honey. All right. I don't know. Denasia says, the Bible says, honor your father. So... I think the saints are leaning a little bit closer to the rescuing. Um, Zaysha says we can rescue him and drop him off by her. Wow. I've never seen the woman evolved delegation so empathetic. Is something? Is there something in the water, something in the air? Somebody is willing to, to be his wife to help us. Someone else is saying we can rescue him. And you guys, wow. Wow. Cameron says she'd rather rescue IHOP. She's okay. All right. Deidre says we can rescue him. He did it out of respect for his father. Toya says, yeah, he can be rescued. This is a moment. This is a moment, not a lifetime. Okay, child. Here we go. We rescuing or not? Huh? Is there room? Can, I see it. Somebody said it's his money. Yes. And Nakia said, I guess he was proving that you can take it with you when you go. He said, don't let this world tell you that you can't take it with you. The devil is a lie. You can too. Um, Iman says, I wouldn't rescue unless this was in his father's will. I th British says we can rescue him in the truck. All right, child. Uh, once again, it looks like we've got a split decision here. So, floaties? Um, floaties. Rebecca says he could rescue us for $88,000. Child, I feel water in my lungs right now. I, hello, child. I think we're going to rescue him. Woodland says it's his money. Definitely he works hard for it, and so he can do whatever he please. All right, child. All right. Favor ain't fair. Father dripping all the way to heaven in that BMW. Child, it sounds like he's getting the helicopter. But Tina says, no, okay, split decision, split decision. Here's the thing. We're going to throw him a flotation device. That's it. Right down the middle. That's what I would like to do, right down the middle. Crystal says, I'm a part of mind, my business ministries. It's a word. All right, we're going to send him a floaty, and we're going to go back to minding our business because that's what he wanted to do. And who are we? 
I knew some of y'all weren't going to rescue him. I don't, you know, I'm I'm telling my kids right now, if y'all listening to this podcast, which you probably ain't because I know how y'all get down. But if you ever listen to it because you love me and stuff, here's the thing. Don't you bury me in no BMW. I did not work all that hard and you did not work all that hard to put me. First of all, the rapture is coming. Y'all ain't going to never have to put me in the ground. But just... In case something were to happen, don't you put me in no BMW. Put me in a Bentley. No, just kidding. Child, I'm going on to be with the Lord. I don't care how I get there as long as I'm. Child, I'm going to be so glad to be in heaven after all the things I done done in my life. I don't care how I get there. I'm just, I'm, I'm. I got a two-step when I get to heaven, child, because child never would have made it. I want Marvin Sapp playing when they open the gate for me. Hey, I'm sliding up in this thing. I don't even care how I get there. It can be a Pinto. It can be a Puzz Pass. I just don't care as long as I get there, okay? I prefer not to be in a BMW, but I just prefer to be in heaven. Come on, somebody. Can I get an amen? Hmm? I can't hear you in the back. All right, I'm going to amen on that. Now, that's the saints are saying yes, okay? So Keitha said, yes, so glad to be. I'm going to just be so glad to be in the building. All right, child. So it seems like we got a flotation device. This next one, my next rescue, it gave me a giggle. It shouldn't have, because violence is never the answer. But it gave me a little bit of a giggle, because I came up with a commentary in my own mind, okay? And I came into, I came up with commentary in my own mind when I saw the video, and it just blessed me. I don't know if you all have seen this. Once again, where I get all of my news from, do you remember? The Shade, not all my news, because that sounds real ratchet, but The Shade Room. Anywho, I saw this video, and I wanted to share it with you all because I think that it's interesting. I want you to go to the Woman Evolve page when this Facebook Live is over and check it out, or just head on over to the Shade Room. But there is a video of a woman violently attacking, violently attacking gym equipment. Yes, that's right, gym equipment. When I saw this video of her attacking gym equipment, the caption that I came up with in my head was, first of all, that she was tired of being me, basically, okay? I'm tired of having to come in here and sweat my behind off, and I gained weight, and y'all trying to tell me, oh, it's muscle, it's not fat, and muscle weigh more than fat, and I'm sitting up here starving. I'm vegan one day, I'm keto the next day, I'm tired every day, and I ain't lost no weight. In my head, in my head, this is what I had in mind. So when I saw her pick up that dumbbell and start swinging it at the treadmill, I said, get one in for all of us who are tired of being up here and nothing happened and getting so frustrating that we got to eat carbs. Girl, girl, do it for all of us. Do it for the gram and do it for every pound I have not lost. Do it for every pound that I keep finding after I lose. Do it for all of us. It blessed me when I saw it. Um, evidently, she asked to work out. And when she got in there and she asked to work out, they told her she couldn't work out because she didn't have a membership. And my girl got so upset that she began to take out her frustration immediately on the gym equipment. 
which was a different twist to the story. But I think the sentiment is the same. I'm trying to do something about this jiggle that I got that won't let me go. And you telling me that I can't do nothing about the jiggle that won't let me go. First of all, can we talk about how expensive it is to try and be sexy in 2018? I want to go back. In Hawaii, they have big monuments of larger size women because they honor that larger size woman. Do you know how hard it is? And not that old because that I guess back then that's what it was. Do you know how hard it is to try and be fine in 2018? First of all, it's hard. Secondly, I don't want to. And thirdly, if I get up enough courage to try and do it for you to tell me that I don't have a membership and can't be fine, yes, I'm angry. Rakita says we are sending her a jet for get the helicopter. Every Who got five on it? Who got five on it? Ashley says, do it for all of us naturals who leave the gym looking crazy. Honey, honey, honey. Be- she went in there and did it for all of us on behalf of the delegation. Like, honey. She- Sis was angry. It sounds like we're going to send her Trump's jet. Trump, give us snap, give us the keys to the jet now, sitting up here going to North Korea when this woman needs some help over here. We need Air Force One to come and help her, okay? How about that? It sounds like, I'm going to let you know right now, the Woman Evolved delegation is making room in the helicopter. We pulling together all of our coins. We getting all of our 401k plans together. We are sending her a private jet and not no little one. We want her to be comfortable because she did something that we all needed done. Terry's got five on it. Lori's got five on it. Who else? Come on now. So, so into your blessing. So into your ministry, child. Rebecca's got snacks. Thank you. It doesn't just have to be the money for the gas. Can you bring some water? Do you have some refreshments? Can you bring some Kool-Aid? Tawana says, let's send a jet, airplane, and rocket. I got it. Some help on it. Not all of it, but I do have some help. Nikki says we need to set up a GoFundMe account because she's got a bill and we want to help her. Jamie, Jamie, thank you for helping me produce the show. Jamie said she is a Hail Mary. I've got, see, see what the enemy would do, okay? He would have me put her in Rescue Eve when obviously she needs a ribbon and some type of medal. All right, child. Elizabeth says that she can't put anything on it because she just paid for her gym membership. That's right. I see what you did there. Lakeisha got $20 on it. It sounds like of all of the people, this is this is a Woman Evolve historical moment. I think that she needs to go into some Hall of Fame because we are all coming together to try and rescue her. Except for Letitia. Letitia says, sorry, she was wilding out. No rescuing on on my end. Did y'all see the video? Maybe y'all need to see the video, but I did see the video. Um, and I mean, she was wilding, but Fat be wilding on me. I mean, it's not right. See, the whole point of Rescue Eve is you know better, but you don't do better. I'm not saying what she did was right, but I'm saying I got grace for her because the way Fat be wilding on me, that's how, girl, that's how fat, if y'all see the video, y'all gonna see a fight between SJR and, and fat. The way fat just be, ta- I mean, just be creeping up on me when I will to do right, okay? Um, Yasika says they couldn't slide her a day past, though. That would have been right. Lala's gonna bring in some barbecue ribs. Come on, Lala. Okay. 
Tamara says, yes, we hardly save and rescue Eve. So it is historical that we are willing to to rescue her. And I think that we can all come together for ourselves and rescue. I, I'm here for it, okay? I'm here for it. It sounds like we got to rescue, ladies and gentlemen. We will be rescuing this Toronto woman who went to the gym hoping to break a sweat and ended up breaking a whole lot more. At least she tried, okay? I want y'all to see this video. Head on over. I'm going to have it up on the podcast blog page later on this evening, but just in case, go on over to the shade room because my girl went in. We going to sit on that jet with her and we going to eat and we going to giggle. And then when the plane lands, we going to find a YouTube video and we going to work out and we going to try again, okay? But she tried, okay? All right. She tried. Jada Coates said, I feel her. Rosalind says, no, we don't. We know the frustration and who knows what she was dealing with at home. Yeah, no, we don't need to see the video. Yeah, Chad, I'm t- I'm telling you. She is aggressive. It wasn't no light butt whooping, okay? But Alicia, I agree with you. She's a hero, basically. Basically, what we have decided is that she is a hero for us all, okay? So... And let me tell you about my girl. She still got her workout in, okay? Because she let that thing happen. And that thing, she went on and lifted her some weights. I bet you her heart was racing. I need to work out. That just reminds me. I'm going to try and go tomorrow. But I tell you, I've been minding my business. All right, child. That's Rescue Eve. Y'all kind of rescued IHOP. Kind of burly, burly rescued IHOP. Um, I can't decide what we did with the Nigerian man. We are going to rescue me for butchering the name. I need my African friends to sign into my DMs with a video and tell me how to rescue, how to say the name next time. But it sounds like we're going to... I had a few. I'm going to go on and let some of the ladies who wanted to be his wife rescue him. The rest of us are going to just let them take this one for the team. But that woman in the gym, she just made woman evolve history. I'm here for it. All right, child. That's Rescue Eve. Are you ready for Hail Mary? Hail Mary is when we take a minute and just acknowledge people who are doing positive things in the news. Things that aren't as controversial, even though some elements of it can be controversial. I say that to say that I hope y'all will be nice during Hail Mary, which usually we don't have a problem with, but I'm trying to stretch y'all's mind and stuff. Okay, so I would like us to rescue... I mean, see, tongue-tied all up again. Hail Mary. It's time for Hail Mary, ladies and gentlemen. And I would like for us to consider just giving a head nod. It doesn't have to be a full dab, just a straight-up head nod. Like, I I respect that to Kim Kardashian. I know that, that we struggle a lot sometimes with just being empathetic and compassionate and understanding of a lot of the things that they do. But she helped Alice Marie Johnson get released. And, you know, I thought that was nice. I I thought, you know, she heard the lady's case. She put some money on a legal team, a brand new legal team, and a brand new strategy. And I just want to know if we can give her Hail Mary. Um, 
I thought it was great for all of the things that she's generally known for, that she took a step in a different direction and did something that no one would have seen coming. And she experienced a level of success in it. And now a woman who would have continued to be in prison is out with her family. She's got a job lined up. And I just thought, I just thought that was worthy of at least a head nod, at least a head nod. Okay. And I just want to know if I can get some of the Woman Evolved delegations to help me just nod your head. Just can your neck, is your neck able to just nod a little bit for that? And then she says, no, never, ain't ever, child, bye. Okay, all right. But Kayla, hey, Kayla, she says, a win is a win. She blessed that lady and gave her a new start. That's all I'm saying. You know, um, Praise. I like what you said. Praise says she can have a Hail Mary. Maybe if we support and uplift her, she will do more. I I think, I think it was, I think it was great. I just think, you know, I know that there are a lot of times where we can disagree with things that people do, but I do think that there is something mature about us being able to say, you know what, I don't always agree with things that you do, but I can say that this was something that was positive for this woman. Um, Jessica says, I can blink. I'm happy for this sister, though. Okay, Jessica, we thank you for your blink. Um, Not a wink, just she can blink. She can blink over in the Kardashian direction. I think that's awesome. Um, Ayanda says she gets a full Hail Mary. This is a big deal. It is. I know that there's still a lot of things that need to be done in the criminal justice system. But, I mean, she really advocated for this woman all the way then all the way to the White House. Desiree says that we can do more than a head nod. A good God bless you, Kim, is in order. Come on, somebody. She did. She did something well. Uh, good for our community, for the community in general. And I thought that that was worthy of a Hail Mary. I know that, um, you know, there's there's been a lot. But I thought that this was worthy of us just saying big ups, girls. Okay. Maisha says, rolls eyes, maybe a thumbs up. Now she needs to come back for the cookie in them. Who is cookie? cookie? Who is cookie? I don't know. Who? I don't know who. Cookie Lions? Is Cookie Lions in jail on Empire? What's she talking about Cookie for? Who is I don't I don't know who Cookie is. But anywho, I don't know if Cookie Lions is in jail or not, and if Kim can help with that. But I do know that Alice Marie Johnson is out of jail, and it has a lot to do with what she did. And so I just wanted to give her a hail mary acknowledge something good. It's easy to read people when they do negative things, but I think that. You know, when they do something positive. Lady says that we can get a full Hail Mary from her. I wouldn't have, so good for her. You know, we didn't we didn't put no money on our books. Elder says she doesn't agree with me. Mm, what she did, whatever. Why are we talking about this and why do everyone? Child, you obviously don't listen to the show, but that's all right. We love you and we're glad you're here. We'll catch you up. But that's kind of what we do here is we talk about hot topics. All right. I agree with Phoenicia. She says, regardless of her intentions, God used her to be a voice for the voiceless. Exactly. I think that that's awesome. And so, yes, we're going to give a Hail Mary to Kim for, uh, you know, taking another step in a good direction that helps the community. So uh, I see some head nods. I see some full Hail, Hail Marys. And I, I see a few winks. All right. we that that's That's beautiful. I'm here for it. Okay. So... Beyond Kim Kardashian, I have another Hail Mary 
that I think is a good time, a good subject rather for us to bring up. And this is Deborah Epstein. I don't know if you guys have heard this story or not, but Deborah Epstein is a professor of law and co-director of the Georgetown University Law Center's Domestic Violence Clinic. And she was brought on by the NFLPA to kind of help commission their advocacy work as it relates to domestic violence. And she has recently stepped down from her position. Generally, we would not you know, celebrate someone stepping down from a position. But I so respected and admired the reason why she stepped down that I felt that it was worthy of us taking a minute to acknowledge. She recently stepped down from her role in helping the NFLPA because she did not think that they were making change fast enough or that they kind of hired her just as lip service but weren't necessarily interested in actually bringing change. Obviously, we don't know what goes on on the inside, but I felt like this was a story worthy of making Hail Mary because a lot of times we can be placed in positions and roles that look good on the outside, and we can be tempted to allow those roles to just look good on the outside even though they aren't necessarily creating change on the inside, and she refused to allow that to be a part of her legacy. And so I thought that was dope, that she didn't mind stepping down from what, you know, people would think is, you know, a great opportunity, and instead going in a direction where she could really continue to create the change that she thinks is necessary in the world. That's Deborah Epstein, and I think the other lady who was on the commission, Susan Else, uh, resigned as well. Um, she says, you know, it's a long article that's on the Washington Post, but ultimately she says, I simply cannot continue to be a part of a body that exists in name only. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, what do you guys think? British says, amazing. Kathy says, right here. And this is a word for somebody. Like, yes, you may have a big fancy job. Maybe you have a, a fancy office. Maybe you have all of these trappings of success, but you know on the inside, that what you're ultimately passionate about is not being fulfilled in the role, even though it looks like it on the outside. And being able to say, you know what, I have too much integrity. I have too much desire to produce change to allow what looks good on the outside to determine what I feel on the inside. Yeah. Jessica Story says, yes, these women get a Hail Mary for integrity. Absolutely. Giselle says, stand for something. I totally agree. Alicia says, commendable, represent truthfully. Yes, honey. Okay. Because if I'm going to be a part of it, I want it to be exactly what you promised me it would be so that I, listen, like you cannot even benefit from the fullness of who I am unless I am able to really implement change or at least have a discussion about things that are necessary and it be taken seriously. So if that's not happening, then I'm out. And I would love to give them a Hail Mary. I know that incredible, listen, when you follow integrity and not money and not notoriety, you follow your purpose and your passion, it may mean that you have to take a couple of steps backwards in order to be thrust forward. But those steps are worth it because what you can count on at the end of the day when you close your eyes is that I'm not a fraud. I don't want no 
frauds. We don't want no frauds around here, okay? We want you to be able to lay your head down and say at the end of the day, I may not have the money that I would have had had I stayed. I may not have the notoriety that I would have had or the access or the connections that I would have had had I stayed. But you know what I do have? Myself. I have my integrity. I have my word. I have my morals. I have my standards. And that is something. What do you think? Woman Evolved Delegation. Beloved Jasmine says, money will come when you are passionate about something, for sure. At the end of the day, it's what you will do for not a single dime that ultimately yields you the most success and always provides. So, St. Tiffany Howard says, I am not a sellout. I'm with you, sis. Nobody has time for that. My last Hail Mary are actually children. So. These children launched a business after randomly running into Oprah. First of all, these kids, they're like ages 7 through 14. They randomly ran into Oprah in Los Angeles, and they asked her to give them a piece of business advice. First of all, my kids, well, I know Mackenzie for sure would have asked for a picture. I don't think Mackenzie would have asked for any business advice. Secondly, shout out to all of y'all who asked me about Mackenzie this weekend. She told me... <laughs> Mackenzie's special, but her father had her up on his shoulders, like, you know, she was, like, riding his shoulders around the house, and he was like, oh, hell, Kenzie, and she's like, no, no, I've got to be humble, and so when I told her that you guys were asking about her in Atlanta, she was like, no, I've got to be humble, I've got to be humble, gas, she's just full of gas, anywho. Listen, these children, say ages 7 to 14, were inspired after randomly meeting Oprah during their vacation in Los Angeles, and they asked for business advice. She told us to give back, work hard, and never give up. And if Oprah tells us something, I would do it because she's global. This is what started these young business owners to create a business flipping houses. Isn't that crazy? These group of children started their own business flipping houses and have already made $250,000. The name of their company is Junior Flips, and Junior Flips buys old, impoverished properties and renovate them for first-time home buyers. Within their first year of business, they've made a profit of $250,000 by flipping two homes. They initially borrowed a small loan but paid it back instantly within the course of six months. I guess, see, while some people's parents, I guess, were getting telephone bills and their kids' social security numbers, these kids went out and got a small business loan and flipped houses. That's that's a whole word. I don't even know. Is it even possible? How do you get a small business loan and you still small? You you are small business. Maybe that's why they approved them so quickly because you small business. And so we know that you're going to be able to do small business. Either way, I don't know. They paid back the loan in six months. The team said the home flipping process includes landscaping, hiring contractors, budget, paint, strategize, and interior design. Is this not incredible? At this young age, they are already doing more business than a lot of us have done. I've never bought solely in investment property. I bought my first house and I was able to make money off of it, but it was certainly wasn't an investment property. Your girl wasn't seven or 14 and I I just can't imagine it. But these kids are doing it. So I wanted to give them a Hail Mary. Have you all heard this story? Junior Flips, you got to Google it and look them up. They 
Facebook Live audience is just as impressed. They say, so amazing. Hail Mary. Annick Charles says, child, like how? That's what I said. I'm happy for them, but I'm trying to figure out how because I certainly want my kids to start flipping properties. Honey, I watch enough HGTV. I believe we're going to be able to get it together. What Tamika says, that's wonderful. Wit says, yes, I seen them on the Steve Harvey show. Amazing. Yes, I mean... Teaching your children about business at an early age is everything. I try to do what I can as I learn about business because you can't teach what you don't know. But as I learn about business, I try to teach what I can to my children so that they can just have an early concept of money and difficult decisions. And I think that, you know, we have a long ways to go as a community and really making sure that this knowledge is is accessible to as many of us as possible. So Jamie says, hell married to the parents. You you right. And it says, I need to start flipping houses. Yeah, I know. And Kanisha says, is 18 too old for them to learn? 18 is a perfect age. Honey, you can be 40. When you decide to start learning, it's never too late. So yes, Junior Flips, you guys check them out. And those are my Hail Marys for this week. We had the Junior Flips company. We had Deborah Epstein and we had Kim Kardashian. So... Listen, honey, that's amazing. Those were our Rescue Eve and Hail Mary segments of the show. And now we are moving to the advice column. For those of you who don't know, you can slide into your girl's DMs. How do you slide into my DMs, you may ask? You go on the Instagram and you send your girl a message. Now, I'm going to give you a warning. Your girl get a few hundred of them messages. But I try to check them as often as I can to keep up with what's coming in. And I get a lot of questions of people who would like perspective and opinions. And these questions and perspectives, I think, are worthy of sharing with the Woman Evolve delegation. And I, I, you know, sometimes I don't have all the answers. I share what I can share and I leave the rest uh, to my Woman Evolve delegation. And with all of our experience, usually we're able to help somebody out. So... My first advice question says, hi, best friend. (laughs) May not see this, but I thought I would give it a try anyways. Ciao. So there's this guy whom I've known for some time, used to work with like 10 years ago, kind of kept in touch through Facebook, has been relentlessly trying to date me, went on a date and was somewhat feeling him. He's got a lot going for himself, super respectful, loves God, girl, all the good stuff. I'm not attracted to him. Is it worth trying to see if I will start to be or let it go? Help a sister out, please. You know, at first when I read this, I thought to myself, you know, like, you know, I don't want you to be superficial. If he feels, if you feel like he's got all of these qualities and stuff, like how important is attraction? And then I felt like a fraud because, you know, like I've never been in that situation before. So I didn't want to give you any advice about just like close your eyes and let your heart feel. Someone else may say, someone else may say that that's what you should do. That ain't my testimony. And so I went back and I read it again. And what I saw was, you know, like you kind of were feeling him, somewhat feeling him on the date. And this is where I felt like I think that 
if you were really feeling him, that this wouldn't even be an issue. And I just want to encourage you to not necessarily settle for the guy who looks good on paper, but who you don't really have genuine connection with. I do think it is possible for people to end up in a relationship with someone who they don't think they would have ever been attracted to, but because they connected so well that that person became you know, uniquely their type. But I think that you experience that off jump, that you just know off jump. Like I may have not been, you know, looking at you, but you started talking to me and then you're funny. And then I was like, oh, you, you're kind of cute, you know? But I don't know if you can just be like, I'm kind of feeling him, definitely not attracting to him and that change. I don't know. But I think that you have to really consider the fact that you said you're somewhat feeling him. It sounds like because he's respectful, because he loves God and all of that good stuff, that you're afraid of letting someone who looks good on paper, but not necessarily to you, walk out of your life. And I think that it just comes down to, you know, what decision you want to make. I, You know, how important is attraction in a relationship? I think it's pretty important because I think you want to look. I don't I don't think you want to look over and just be like, oh, I'm not attracted to you at all, but you're a good person. I don't know. You don't want that. You you don't want those seeds in your heart. You know, um, I would definitely scale the connection back to just friendship because right now that is literally the only thing that you can offer him. And as you all pursue a platonic friendship, because obviously it ain't going to be nothing but platonic because you don't have any romantic attraction feelings that that maybe God's going to open your eyes and you're going to begin to see, you know, Channing Tatum or, or Denzel or somebody. But until then, you know, I would just make it about friendship, tell him, you know, I don't, you know, I would just make it about friendship. But I want to I wanna know what Facebook Live says. Jaleesa says, when you truly get to know a person, the physical attraction grows or decreases. Sometimes fine people have bad attitudes. That makes them ugly. I totally agree with that. I don't know. I, I just think that Natasha says, I was having this conversation with my mom. There has to be chemistry. And attraction is a big part of chemistry. And, you know... I, my husband has an incredible personality. He is very caring, very loving. He's, you know, strong and he's fine for me. And I don't even want y'all to say amen because that's what get people hurt in stitches, you know. And I look at him even unto now and I wake up to his face every single day and I'm like, you fine to me. Okay. And, and I think there's something to being able to feel that. Uh, I think attraction is important. And I think that if you don't feel it, and if you didn't feel it after a first date, that you're probably not going to feel it and, and may have to let them go. What say ye, Facebook Live? What say ye, podcasts? Podcasts, I want you to consider chiming in on this. Leave us a comment. Lynn says, if it were your brother, would you want a woman to make him her placeholder? And yeah, you know, 
Lady says we should ask Pastor T. It's Pastor T. It's Pastor T in the Facebook Live. Sometimes he chimes in on the Facebook Live. I'm going to ask Pastor Teray, and I'm going to put him on my Instagram story with his advice, if he'll let me. Jamie says, it's not everything because looks fade, but I can't see myself being with someone that I'm not. It's Yeah, like, that's it. That's, see, that's why I was torn, because I do know that attraction isn't everything, and I don't want you to be superficial or petty, but attraction is something. And I do think that you got to be able to just look over and really feel like, man, I want to have, you know, I'll praise the Lord. Oh, baby, baby is in Facebook Live. Husband, listen, did you hear the question? I don't know how long you've been on here. Husband, we have a question. Our question is this. The girl went on a date. She's kind of feeling him. They've kept in touch for the last 10 years. But after their first date, she's like, he loves God. I'm kind of feeling him, you know, but I am just not attracted to him. And she wants to know, should she try and see if she can eventually be attracted to him or if she should um, let it go? I told my girl if she was going to become attracted, it probably would have happened by now. And so she should probably let it go. But baby is watching on my husband. That's who I call baby. All right. Is watching on Facebook Live. And husband, I just want to know what you think. Amy says, if I had to choose one or the other, definitely compatibility over chemistry any day. Looks fade, but a good heart and good character lasts a lifetime. I totally agree. But I, do we have to choose? I don't know. I don't know. I Here's the thing. I I don't think that she has to be physically attracted to him. But I think, yes, baby, the husband says she got to figure out what the kind of is about. That's what I'm saying. You're not totally feeling him. Like, I don't think that it is impossible to be in a relationship with someone that you would not have been attracted to. But I think that if you were going to feel that, that you feel that instantly. I think it's more like he looks good on paper, but I don't want to let him go. I don't, you know, but I don't want to let him go. He looks good on paper, but I'm not attracted to him. So, uh, Sierra says, I need some attraction. I don't think God would make us choose. Yes, some. And I, and it can, so, yeah. Beloved Jasmine says he's probably not her type. Millie says, girl, oh, girl, she's talking about Pinky Promise. Hey, child. Yeah, she said kind of, like she's kind of feeling him. She says, I'm somewhat feeling him. Somewhat is worse than kind of. Um, my husband says, if it's not there this early, it will not likely show up later. That's that's all right. Now, okay, child, that's what we talking about. That's what we're going to say. My husband says she's got to be honest about it. Yeah, I don't, you don't want to, if you're somewhat feeling him and and you don't think he's attractive, then this is probably going nowhere fast. So that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know, girl, don't let the idea, I just, I just don't suggest it. Husband, thank you for chiming in, baby. We agree with you. We, it's probably not going to show up. All right, child. My next advice question is coming up. Is, is this a long one? It's a long one. Oh, it's a long one. Husband, if you're still listening, I would love for you to chime in on this along with all of my Facebook Live audience. Okay, but here it is. All right. Um, it says, hi, Sarah. I hope this finds you well. I recently discovered Woman Evolved podcast last month, caught up on all the past episodes and have been watching every Tuesday since, uh, 
You've become my new BF slash cousin Sarah in my head. Hey, child. She said, I love the show. I need some advice and was hoping you and the Woman Evolved delegation would help me out. My husband and I have been together for six years and are newly married as of October 2017. We are both from Jersey but moved to Philly in 2012 when I started grad school. Since we have been here, I've made plenty of new friends through work, school, and other social circles. But my husband is reluctant to build any new relationships here in Philly. He still has the same friends from high school and says that he doesn't want to be bothered with getting to know other people. Snaps to the snaps to the husband. All right. Anywho, when we first moved, I didn't mind bringing him along with me on some of my outings with friends with hopes that he would build some friendships on his own, but didn't work. He says he's okay to stay at home, but as a wife, I feel bad leaving him home constantly knowing constantly knowing he doesn't have any other friends here. I really don't know why friendships are such a problem for him as he is a really cool guy. I don't want to force him to make new friends, but it's becoming stressful for me to always have to either bring him and be the girl who goes everywhere with her husband or leaving him home and feeling bad for his lack of social life here in Philly. Help, what should I do? Okay, child. So like, I understand where you're coming from because... When you're married, you do like to do everything together, but there are some things that your partner may not want to do. And then it becomes like a guilt thing. Like, should I, you know, not do what I wanted to do because he doesn't want to do it? What what should I do? So, girl, I just want you to know, first of all, I feel you. Secondly, what I was going to say is this. Like, I think that you should have a conversation with your husband maybe the next time one of these opportunities come up. And if he says he doesn't want to go, I think that I would tell him honestly, like when you say you don't want to go, sometimes I feel guilty and I'm not sure whether or not I should go. And you're saying that I can go without you. And I just want you to know that I'm going to trust that that's how you feel. And I'm going to trust that if there's ever a moment where you don't want me to go because you'd rather me stay in and spend time with you, that you'll be honest about that as well. And then that way you're able to at least establish a playing, a level playing field in your communication. If he releases you to go and he says he doesn't mind, then you can go without guilt. Of course, you want to be respectful and make sure that you're not like going out all of the time and, you know, you want to balance your life. But I do think I would let him know that that's something that you struggle with knowing whether or not you should go. But if he doesn't want to go, then like, child, he don't want to go. And if he says that you can go, then child, trust that he really means that you can go. That That is my advice. Desiree says, if it don't bother him, child, don't let it bother you. It's okay to be different. Introverts and extroverts need different things. That's when I think my husband and I are a a lot like that. Most of the time we end up doing everything together, but there are instances where like he's, he's very much so an extrovert. I explained this, like, I think that he is extroverted and I am introverted. I think I was telling somebody like, I think I have a likable personality, but I'm naturally kind of shy. So unless you come up to me and you're like, child, like, I'm not necessarily going to like strike up conversation. Like, I don't think I'm very outgoing. So I don't necessarily 
feel like I do well in social settings. So most of the time, I don't necessarily want to go to social settings because I feel awkward. Um, But my husband could meet a stranger and just like he talks to everybody. Not everybody. Well, yes, everybody. (laughs) He talks to everybody. I mean, he has great conversation. And like after I ask you how you're doing and you're fine, me, we awkward silence. Unless you'd be like, girl, I mean, you had to just like really be real with me. Like, girl, where you get your hair done from? I'd be like, girl, I did it myself. But like, I don't know how to make conversation. I don't know if that makes sense. Because I know y'all listening to me on a podcast and you would probably think that I just can chat it on up. But that's really, I'm really not good at it. I Small talk is not for me. Now, if you want to talk about something real, I can totally go there with you. But like icebreakers and like getting to, I just, I, you know why? Because I mind my business. And so like, I just, feel like people want their business minded. And so I don't, you know, after you ask me how you're doing, like literally you would have to tell me that you're feeling some kind of way. And then I would be like, oh, child, what's going on? But like, I don't, you know, if I don't know, I don't care. I'm not saying I don't care. (laughs) I guess I did say that. But like, you know, are you here for business or pleasure? You know, like, oh, what are you getting into later on tonight? Like, I don't ask any of those questions. That's not, I don't, none of that. I don't know. Anywho, what I'm saying is I understand where your husband is coming from. Um, hus- my husband who is watching on Facebook Live, do you have any thoughts on this, on what I can tell her since you're here? Can you co-host with me, baby, via Facebook Live? I love you. And I just want to know, I just want to help the people. I think establishing communication and just deciding you know, this is how I feel when you say that I can go without you. I don't know if that's true or not. If it is true, would you at least let me know when that changes? Okay. All right. People are really shocked, I guess, that I'm not good at making. Okay. Hus- my, my husband said I said it well. Thank you, baby. Yeah, people seem shocked that I don't know how to make small talk. As That's my truth, though. I'm sharing it with you all at the Woman Evolved Delegation. Communication. That's how you establish, you know, truth in your marriage and authenticity and just don't leave any openings. You know, don't make any assumptions. It may be elementary communication, but it is necessary in order to make sure that you guys are both clear. My husband says it's all good as long as there's honest conversation about it. Yeah, if he's like, I really don't feel any kind of way about it, you can go ahead and go. And then if you are sensing, even though he says you can go, if you're sensing something that's kind of like, mm, maybe I should stay in, maybe you should stay in, maybe that's your marriage saying, I need you to stay in this time. But I would trust that you guys are establishing good communication. That's it. Let's see what else they're saying on Facebook Live about this introvert versus extrovert or this question. Patricia says, you just described me perfectly. Thank you. I think she must be an introvert. Nikita says, I was very shocked you're an introvert, but you do mind your business, so I understand. Yeah, that's, I don't know, guys. Um, yeah, that's all. Okay. So those were my advice questions for today. 
And you know what time it is. It's snack time in the sanctuary. What is snack time? You may be saying snack time is when we have a moment of just, you know, inspiration and motivation to get us through the week. And what I was telling you when the podcast first started about this weekend in Atlanta has a lot to do with the snack that I would like to provide. And so I mentioned that I got a chance to speak at the Pinky Promise Conference, and I also went to Summit 21, which is an event hosted by 2190. But they're two, you know, I won't say they're totally different events, but they certainly have different emphasis. One is certainly about, you know, re-engaging or not re-engaging, but maybe maximizing your relationship with God, connecting with other women, and just a spiritual experience, whereas the other one is more focused about being an entrepreneur with spiritual elements. They kind of have the same thing, but the emphasis are different at each conference. And so I felt like this weekend, it was like I got the opportunity to straddle the fence of two different worlds but to remain authentic to who I am in both settings. You know, at the Pinky Promise Conference, I, you know, was given the opportunity to share a word from God. And so I got to like, you know, preach and show up and take a text. And the other setting was a Q&A, which I still got to preach, but it wasn't preaching in the same context as Pinky Promise Conference. This was me just answering Q&As and sharing my experience. And then they asked me to pray at the end. And I prayed at the end of the Pinky Promise Conference. And there was something about praying at the end of both of those events that gave me this snack for you today. And that snack is that you work everywhere you go. I have to tell you that part of the reason why I didn't think I would ever be in ministry is just because I didn't think that you could be like, you know, understand things in culture and, you know, fashion and hair and makeup and still be a minister. You know, I don't feel like I saw a lot of that growing up. I didn't see someone who looked like, you know, what I considered like cool and dope, but also love God. And so as I began to really evolve in my own ministry, I wanted to be what I needed uh, when I was growing up. And so I, you know, I feel like I've tapped into what could have helped me so that I can help other people. And in doing so, I realized this weekend that you can be authentic to who you are and still end up in rooms that you may have never imagined yourself being in. Because the reality is both Summit 21 and Pinky Promise Conferences are rooms that I never thought that I would have been in. I didn't think that I would be at the Pinky Promise Conference because I wasn't sure that I would ever really hear the voice of God or that I would even be respected as a minister. But my life changed and I evolved as a woman and I started to embrace who I am. And so I ended up in that room. And I never thought that I would be at Summit 21 speaking to business leaders and entrepreneurs about their business and how to really understand their full offering to this world, not just in business, but in spirituality. But God gave me that opportunity as well. And I didn't have to change who I was. I didn't have to pretend to be something I wasn't in order to be in either of those rooms. Instead, I was flat-footed in my truth, you know, sharing on both stages. And I think that's important for you. I don't know who you are or, or what identities you may be battling with trying to 
possess. And I want to relieve you from the pressure of choosing a side and allow you license and permission to be this beautiful oxymoron, this fearfully and wonderfully made contradiction. And I want you to own that and embrace it because I believe it is from that core that God is able to show you why he created you the way that he created you. That is the only you that will open doors. That is the only you that can touch someone else's life. That is the only you that can break generational curses and allow transformation to take place down on the inside of you. Be authentic and be anchored and don't mind confusing others with your authenticity because when it's all said and done and when God gets finished adding wisdom and grace and anointing and power to the raw material of who you are, it's all going to make sense in the end. What I realize now that I didn't know when I was growing up is I thought I had all of these like variables that didn't go together. And I was confused and I felt stuck because I just didn't understand how all of these different unique expressions of who I am would ever come together and be anything worthy of space on earth. And what I see now is that I was looking at my raw materials without the master plan. But when I knew that my raw materials were exactly everything that God needed to create the master plan, that's when everything changed for me. And so maybe that's what we'll call this podcast, Raw Materials. Girl, you got raw materials. Girl, you can sing, but you can't dance. Girl, you can't dance, but you can write a business plan. Girl, you serve like nobody else's business. Girl, you create like no other. Girl, you have a heart of a servant. You have the mind of a brilliant strategist. You could own any business if you applied yourself to it, or you could help serve anyone else's vision with such fierceness and passion that someone could think that you birthed the vision itself. I don't know what is all mixed up down on the inside of you. But what I do know is that those raw materials are everything that you need. And so our plan, my prayer before we even close this podcast, is that God is going to help you look at the raw materials of your life. I'm a wife, but I'm a businesswoman. I'm a mother, but I have a book down on the inside of me. I have the heart for a nonprofit, but I'm in corporate America. I've got all of these things that don't make sense. It is my prayer that God's going to take those raw materials and that he's going to show you why he gave you the weight that he gave you so that ultimately you can throw it into this world. We need you. We need your light. We need your ideas. We need your creativity. We need your strength, girl. I need you to survive. I need to see what God is going to take those raw materials and turn them into because I want my daughter to witness it, and I want her children to witness it, and I want to witness. I want to behold the beauty of you when you embrace every good and perfect thing that God placed down on the inside of you, even the things that don't look so good and don't look so perfect, because I know he has a way of making all things work together. That's it. I kind of gave y'all some bars at the end. Did y'all hear that? I didn't want to brag because the spirit was flowing, but I kind of gave you some bars. I'm a woman of my word. Hmm? I gave you bars. Sounds like that's resonating with people. Brooke says, wow. Redessa says, so powerful. Raquel says, raw materials. Benita says, giving God the glory. And Brittany says, raw materials. Okay, received it. Amen. I love you and your raw materials. And you know how we do. No podcast is complete unless we take a minute and close it in prayer. So God, we 
thank you for the opportunity to come together and to be ourselves, to talk about what's going on in this crazy world we live in, to gain perspective, to have a few laughs, but ultimately to leave connected and inspired to something bigger than ourselves. God, there's someone listening right now who's been wondering how all of these random pieces in their life are going to come together. And nobody knows that but you. So I'm praying on their behalf that you would begin to give them clarity, that you would begin to help them, one, embrace the raw materials. May we stop throwing away the things that we need in order for you to build us into who you've created us to be. May we embrace our failures, our struggles, our achievements, and our accolades. May we embrace these raw materials. And then, God, once we have wrapped our arms around nothing being coincidence and there being no mistakes in your kingdom, once we embrace the fact that these raw materials are everything we need, God, I ask that you would take it a step further and that you would begin to give us strategy on how to build with the raw materials that you have given us. God, give us strategy on how to make our lives begin to resemble what you see in heaven. Help us to recognize that we may have to go through some fire. We may have to cool things down. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, the end goal of us becoming who you've called us to be is worth every single step we'll have to take. Give us clarity, wisdom, strength, and focus that we may become and never stop becoming, that we may evolve and never, ever stop growing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Sarah Jakes Roberts, and if you want to take this thing from just being audio to a full-fledged party, I want to invite you to come to Denver, Colorado, July 13th through 14th, 2018, and experience a live recording of Woman Evolve.